Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome back to the Growing Through Grief podcast. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. And welcome to a new month, a new season of giving and laughter and gifting. You know, all the festivities and family connections that you're beginning to see that are happening around you. And in a lot of cases, our hearts are captured by the love and the romance and the relationships that we see in commercials. And autumn is still gracing us with its presence. The beauty of the leaves is so magnificent. The crisp, clean air is refreshing on our skin. Usually, we are all more easily connected to our breath, the breath of life. And some of you may be slowing down for the winter, moving into a period of hibernation, vacationing, renewal, and release. So what about you? Are you ready for the next season of life? Guess what? If you're not, it will happen regardless. Now, I heard some of you say yes when I asked that question. I heard some of you say no when I asked if you're ready for the next season of life. Even some of you said heck no. If you said yes, you're ready, you're probably pretty good. If you said, no, you're not ready, well, I can't really engage it. Only you know your reason for saying no. Is your no because you hate the change of seasons? Is your no because the days are shorter or the days are longer or you still have so much to do or you don't want to let go of the the summer? What is your no? And then for some of you, I heard you say, heck no. And in a lot of cases, I know why you're saying, heck no. I've heard about your losses, your loss of innocence, your loss of childhood, your loss of the right to have control of your own body, your loss of health, your loss of freedom, and oh yes, your loss of a loved one. And I realize for some of you, your heart is breaking. Your heart is broken into little, little pieces. Now, I cannot know what it feels like to be you, but I can share what it feels like to be me. I just learned that a loved one, someone who's special and dear to me, was just killed in a car accident. 
I also learned one of my favorite news reporter just died. And this is only seven months after losing my brother. And you know what? I'm feeling really, really sad right now. I'm feeling sad that these powerful individuals are no longer with me. I'm feeling worried that the young ones, the young people that they left behind without them, their moms, and in some cases dads, may not find their way in life without a lot of struggles. Yet, I'm aligned myself to feel all of what I need to feel because I know those feelings is just a moment. I don't have to stay there any longer than I would like to. And I don't stay there any longer than necessary. I know that I can shift my thoughts, my feelings, and my emotions in a quick second and not stuff them down, but shift and allow them to move through my body. I also know that with each heartbreak, I'm returning more and more to the nature of who I am. And I know that each heartbreak, I know that these heartbreaks are taking me deeper and deeper into my heart. And you know what? While I'm there in my heart, I'm choosing to heal it more and more and more. I'm truly realizing the more I let go, the more I grow. That statement alone inspires me. The more I let go, the more I grow. Now, speaking of growth, that's what I'm hoping to do in this conversation with you today. It is my intention to help you release whatever you need to release in this moment so that you too can grow. Growth is a process and you want to take small baby steps. Those baby steps will allow you to stay in the game of life and not check out. I remember years and years ago when something happened, I would just check out. I would disconnect from myself and other people. So you want to be alive with vitality. So I ask you the question, that you too lose someone special and dear to you, and you are still alive, but life has stopped and suddenly been put on hold. And then, yes, the holidays are coming. You may be thinking to yourself, how in the world am I going to get through this one without my loved one? How will my heart survive this ordeal? Knowing someone dear to you will be missing from the table, from the conversation. You are missing those moments of laughter you shared together, that favorite dish you shared together, and your heart is breaking wide very wide, wide open. If that's you, you're in the right place and you're listening to the right conversation. It's my intention to offer you some tools, some principles, and a conversation to help you tap into your inner strength, your inner spirit, your inner self. You know, that inner self that's waiting to offer you compassion, love, and a ton of inspiration. Hopefully, you will learn how to inspire yourself when no one else is around. Yes, and you can do this even during the holidays, even without your loved ones, even during a season of life when it feels like your world is turned upside down. 
So let's talk about how to experience inspiration, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of the little pieces of your heart that's breaking this all over the place. Those little pieces are scattered everywhere. So how do you experience inspiration, regardless of your circumstances, and especially during a season of grief and the holidays? Let's look at the word inspiration. In the middle of the word is spirit. Spirit, the true nature of all mankind. The true nature of who you are. It's your true nature. That part of you that is always seeking itself. That part of you that's always seeking its center. It's wanting to return to its center, to a place of love, a heart filled with love. But because you don't see it, and oftentimes you may not be able to feel it, you might be unconscious of it. You might disregard it. You might even take it for granted. So what is still there? That energy, which is your core, the nature of who you are, it remains. That true nature of who you are that can't be changed. It can't be changed no matter what you're going through. Not even heartbreaks can change it. Not even heartbreaks and losses can damage it. So what are some ways you can inspire yourself when nobody else is around? How can you tap into your inner self, your inner spirit from one moment to the next? Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, the podcast Growing Through Grief, you know how much I love acronyms. So we're talking about inspiration, right? So let's just use the word inspire as the guiding pose, as the seven steps to help you learn how to inspire yourself no matter what you're going through. So the I is intention. The N is newness. The S is space. The P is plan. The I is inquire. The R is recover. And the E is expression. So let's start with the I in inspire. The I stands for intention, right? And the intention can be your guidepost. It will guide you along the journey. And it will help you know in advance what you're going for. Know what your goal is. Always know your intention. Why you show up any place you show up. What is the emotion you would like to feel next? Go ahead and decide in advance how you would like to feel from one moment to the next and put an I am in front of it. So do you want to feel joy, love, compassion, or freedom? Whatever it is, just add I am in front. I am joy. I am love. I am compassion. I am free. And let that be your mantra. That's your I am statement. Keep affirming that truth over and over and over again. When the opposite shows up in your life, state your I am statement. If unhappiness shows up, remind yourself, I am joy. Now, the end in Inspire is all about newness. 
Decide in advance that you're no longer choosing to recycle the same feelings and emotions over and over again. Those same feelings and emotions that are hurting you. You're going for new thoughts that create new emotions that love you back. You're creating new inner experiences by simply stating your I am statement. And if you start to feel angry and sad and lonely or discouraged, Affirm the truth with your I am statement. Go ahead and grieve when you need to grieve. Then remember to remember that at the core, you are love. Feel that in your bones. Know that deep down in your heart, know that beyond and behind all of the pain is your true essence. And you can feel inspired in spite of all those other emotions. Those emotions that saturate in your mind, your body, and your soul. So go ahead, come up with one feeling emotion word that you would like to feel and be and embody in your body. What is that word for you? And just begin to speak it. Put the I am in front of that word. If your word is compassion, it's I am. And walk around for the rest of the season, for the rest of your life for that matter, reminding yourself that you are compassion. And if it's about yourself, you, I am self-compassion. Simply say, I am self-compassion. I am self-compassion. I am self-compassion. If it's love, I am love. I am love. I am love. So go ahead and set your intention and affirm that for yourself daily, moment by moment. And let that habit sage your mind. Let it sage your body. Be inspired. I spent an entire year affirming, I am love. I am love. And the following year, my word was compassion. I'm still affirming that word for myself. I embody that word. I feel it in my bones and every cell of my body. I teach compassionate grief tools. I practice compassionate grief solutions. It's all about compassion for me. So what's your word? Begin to affirm it often. Identify it and then affirm it often. It will help you shift from upset and chaos instantly back into a place of your center and more peace, love, joy, whatever you're going for, compassion. And it doesn't have to be the same word forever. If you're feeling chaotic, just say, I am peace. If you're feeling guilty, say, I am always innocent. The S in inspires for space. You must create some space to just be with you. To remind yourself of your I am and the newness that you can create in an instance, in a quick second. So be spacious and gracious with yourself. Offer yourself grace whenever you need to. And the P in inspire is plan. As I said earlier, know what your goal is. Know your go-to when you unexpectedly feel sad. It's just sadness and grief that shows up in your life, in your mind, in your heart, and you didn't see it coming. I have found that the breath 
is the most simplest tool to use. You're already breathing. So just be more conscious of it. Just breathe and allow that space for whatever is showing up to show up. Just feel it. Another simple method or two is tears. Follow each breath with tears and just cry, especially if no one is around. So far, you've set your intention in advance of how you would like to feel in any given moment. You set the intention with one positive word of truth and you add it in I am. Again, mine is I am compassion. And next, you are choosing newness, new inner experiences, not the same old hurtful emotions that keep recycling and you keep regurgitating throughout your body. And you choose this newness by simply remembering to affirm your I am statement. And next, you've chosen to create space to feel what you need to feel. You're being spacious and gracious. Next, you've chosen to stay focused on the plan. You have the plan in advance how you would like to feel from one moment to the next. Know what you're going for and then go for it. The I in inspire is inquire. This is compassionate inquiry. It helps you stay connected to you. So keep inquiring. Go more deeply with compassion inside of your stuff. Cover it, lace it, layer it with compassion. Stay informed. Ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What is it here to teach me? Always inquire with deep, deep compassion. And then you want to move that energy throughout your body so that you can return to the nature of who you are, the core of who you are, the truth of who you are. The R in inspire is recover. Now, recover means to return back, return back to wholeness, to your original state of being. You're returning to the nature of yourself. And the E in inspire is expression. How many times have you heard this one? Emotions is just energy in motion, wanting to express themselves. So allow yourself to express whatever it is you need to express and do it with self-compassion. Ask yourself in every moment, what does it feel like to be me? What does it feel like to be you? And what emotion is coming up for you? You may be regurgitating that same emotion over and over and over. That's fine. Just express it. Express it without striking out and harming others. That's important. These are your emotions and you want to express them without hurting other people. So there you have it. Seven ways to inspire yourself. These steps will be extremely helpful if you're going into the holidays and you just lost a special someone. Dealing with grief during the holiday is not a fun ride. Just remember your I am statement. Check in with yourself every single moment, every single day, whatever you need to do. And if you have to shift, use the tools to shift to your I am, the tools that I've given you here. Be spacious and gracious with yourself. 
And once you start doing this and you do them these steps on a continual basis, you will realize you're interested in sharing and connecting with others. And if you're not, be okay with that too. Create some space between the emotions and the breath and you will automatically return to your body, to your center. Trust your body, trust your heart, and just feel what you need to feel. Fill it with tears, fill it with your breath, fill it with silence, do whatever you need to do. Then you want to move the energy. Remember, don't let it stay stuck in your body. Don't push it down. And you're not just checking in with yourself. You want to be compassionate and you want to be loving to yourself. You want to express deep, deep self-compassion. You want to stay informed. I promise if you do this, if you trust this, you can, you will return back to a place of calmness and compassion. And then lastly, just stay curious. Stay curious. Don't you want to know what's on the other side? Don't you want to get the lessons? Allow spirit to inspire you from one moment to the next. Now, if you would like to hear more about spirit and inspiration, check me out on Instagram at Coaching to the Heart. And you might consider joining my private Facebook group at Growing Through Grief Together. It's a place to just let go and continue to grow. You know, whatever your decision is, consider getting ready right now and before the holiday season is here. You want to be the pilot of your plane. Refuse to the, allow the seasons or circumstances of life land your plane for you. You want to do it for yourself. And in order to inspire yourself when no one else is around, just do these seven things. Let me just recap. Set the intention to have new inner experiences. Create space to be spacious and gracious. Plan in advance. Inquire compassionately. Recover with gentleness. And express yourself with authenticity without harming others. Now, you don't have to remember all of these steps. Just remember to set your intention with an I am statement. And remember to remember and affirm that statement daily from one moment to the next. I truly hope that you experience some words of an inspiration, some words that can carry you forward in the holiday seasons. And you want to stay tuned because I'm going to be talking more and more about this. And until the next time, remember to let it go and keep growing. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. 
In the meantime, keep on growing.